Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. And today, I hope that people who watched Avengers Endgame hear this part two. <clears throat> My throat is kind of, anyway. Well, are you ready? Yeah, sure. I don't, no, no, I'm actually not ready. <laughs> okay. We'll just see what happens. Lightning well, in a bottle. Well, take two. <laughs> <laughs> take two. You got to get... All right, now I got to explain to the audience that this is our take two. You recorded? I'm recording. Right. <laughs> okay, lightning in a bottle, take three. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. You can probably tell by the voice if you are a regular listener that we have Jim back Hello. On. And this is take two. We, we had to take one, but he was way too loud. And take one was I, much better. No, he was way was too loud. was much better. So... James is back because he wanted to talk more about Avengers Endgame. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was upset because you didn't talk enough about it last time. No, so. I wasn't upset. I'm never upset. You... I I felt a little short, given the short end of the stick, when you were able to reply to Paul, and oh, I wasn't. Okay, yeah. So Seemed this... very unfair. Yeah. <laughs> and and you called me incorrect and wrong and accused me of things. Yeah. You were wrong, though. Nope. Oh, when? Well, okay. okay, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I let, me, let me get us grounded a little bit. All so, right. This is Avengers Endgame Discussion Part 2. So if you haven't heard Part 1, I don't know how the conversation is going to go, but I feel like it might be helpful to understand that first. And also there's a follow-up episode I did with uh, voice message questions that Paul sent us. So listening to that, because we're going to be responding to him on this episode. So go ahead, go back, listen to that, and it'll give you more context to what we're talking about today. So, Jim, welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for being professional as always. Man, I, I wish I could have kept part one or take one because he literally started FaceTiming his girlfriend while we were recording because he needs to talk to her. What's the point uh, of the second take? <laughs> we're just going to talk about take one again. Anyway, okay, go ahead. Well, I want people to know your level of professionalism. <laughs> I've been waiting. I was basically waiting outside for oh, him to get home. Whatever. Okay. okay. What? You? I came here Alrighty. You. Okay. Anyways. Let's get into it. All right, guys. So first thing we're going to talk about is Paul's question. So Paul talked a lot about, he, he had ideas. Do you want to address any of that, Jim? Or do you just want to go straight to the question? I okay. do. You know, so uh, I listened to the podcast we did last time and I feel like I was pretty correct about most things. The one mm. thing I do think I could have improved on the correctness of is the Captain America theories. I actually do agree with whoever said it that he jumped back, lived an alternate reality, uh, in an alternate reality in a different timeline, and then he jumped back to the prime timeline to give give uh, the new Captain America the shield and also close his chapter of the story. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what you said last time, right? No, no. Well, I was just guessing. But, uh, but based on the rules that have been established in the movie, I definitely think it was that. Because uh, anything else doesn't make sense. I think I saw a YouTube video of a guy who thought, well, one of my possible theories was he just jumped back, lived in the prime timeline, and tried to be uh, as quiet as possible, not making any changes. But that doesn't make a lot of sense based on the on the rules established in the movie. So based on the rules established in the movie... I think uh, we can agree and, and uh, assume that he lived in an alternate timeline and then jump back to the, the prime timeline to, to do the closing scenes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're kind of... I actually think Joe Russo came out and said that that is, in, in fact, what happened. So we're in agreement with that. One of the things that you were incorrect on was the fact that Iron Man 1 was first, and Incredible Hulk came second. Okay, see, that yeah. that I agree. Yeah, I, you, first of all, I said maybe. I wasn't incorrect. sure. I wasn't sure. So if my maybe was incorrect, okay, sure. If you really want to take that one W from the whole podcast. <laughs> this is a competition? This, this is a conversation, not a competition. Everything's <laughs> a competition. Okay. <laughs> Everything. Well, this, regardless, your maybe was incorrect. So anyways, that is... One thing I wanted to clear up with you, and I got your admission, so thank you for that. Um, let's jump to the question that Paul actually asked. He asked, what do we think about CGI Hulk? 
So I think Paul said it looked kind of weird. Uh, I guess kind of. Uh, I think CGI just in general in the uh, MCU, it's pretty good. And maybe it was awkward and unusual, maybe a little uncomfortable. But overall, when I was watching the movie, I never thought, oh, man, this looks terrible. I thought it looked okay. I mean, uh, how much better could it be? It's it's uh, it's Hulk, Hulk's body with, with uh, Bruce Banner's face. I, I think it looked pretty good for what it was. And also, uh, do, do I like them doing that in the movie? Well, first, there's a lot of questions. I don't think Hulk's story ends here. There's a, uh, he was a, a B or C story, like a secondary story to the movie. The, the main stories, the main uh, points of the movie were, were to close the, the story arcs, the character arcs of Captain America, uh, Iron Man, and, and also Black Widow. So outside of those, everybody's stories, I think, are still fluid and flexible. And Hulk... Uh, what happened to him in the movie was very small and, and he didn't get a lot of screen time but there's so much room to develop the rest of him like for for instance there's a lot of questions one question i have is where did hulk go did banner murder him like what where'd he go because it's not just the physical form that hulk was hulk was a, a a completely different consciousness so where where'd he go is he trapped in banner's brain now for Forever, I think that's one one question, and also I think uh, solo movies are possible. I know that solo Hulk movies are not very good; they haven't been done very well. But I, I'd like to see a solo Hulk movie. So I think there's so much room for that character to be developed, and it just hasn't yet. And yeah. uh, um, that's it. Yeah, I but, didn't expect it to be. But we do have to admit that Hulk as a character in Avengers Endgame, uh, only up until the very last scene, Hulk could have just been Doctor Banner. There was no reason for him to be Hulk. He wasn't doing anything that required extra strength. Even when he goes back in time, I guess he required the the appearance of Hulk, but it, it wasn't like he was doing anything that required superhuman strength, right? Uh, well, he had to save their lives. When the building collapsed, that needed Hulk strength. And without Hulk there, they all probably would have died. You mean at the very end? Yeah, at the very end. No, I don't think he was there. He what? he snapped and he was kind of out of commission. No, he was holding that building up. That that was. Oh right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, a okay. that's a homage. Okay. I don't know what an homage is, but it's an homage <laughs> to the comic books. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, Paul, I hope that answered your your question for us, uh, Jim. He just thinks that mm. Hulk was great. It looked no. I I, I, look, I think it looked okay. Uh, could it have been better? I don't know. I don't know if you can make it much better, but I think his character has so much room for developing, and it's just not finished yet. Yeah. That's uh, that's what I think. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. What? <laughs> All right, sorry guys. That that break was actually because uh, the AC was going up and it's really loud. I think I cut you off mid uh, answer. What were you saying? What were you saying? The Hulk. He was. So he was useless. Like he was useless as the Hulk until the very end. Even the building holding up thing was at the very end, right? Sure, I I agree. He didn't use his Hulk strength till the end, but does that matter? It does because in every Hulk movie, when the Hulk needs to be like smart, that's when Doctor Banner's around, and when he needs strength, that's when he gets angry and it turns into the Hulk. Think about every Hulk movie, right? Okay, so yeah, that's uh, that's how the Hulk works. I agree. That's that's what could have happened in this movie. They didn't need to introduce no, Professor no, no, Hulk. no, no. See, like, okay, introducing Professor Hulk, mm -hmm. I think, was kind of just a way to appease the fans. It was fan service for the Why? sake of fan service. What did the fans get out of Professor Hulk? Just to be able to see him on yeah, screen? to see Professor Hulk. Mm. He's never been Professor Hulk on screen So, before. So first, again, his uh, his story isn't done. We're going to see so much more of it. This is just like the midpoint of it. Who knows? No, no, no. Okay, who knows, right? Maybe this is just how it's going to be, but that's this is my theory and my assumption. But this Professor Hulk is a continuation of what the stuff that happened or was started in Infinity War. His problems with the hulk in that movie this is the the first step in trying to reconcile the two things and then of course this isn't uh i don't think this is a finished product just because where did the hulk go i really want to know what happened to the hulk because he was a person and uh yeah so i think there's so much room for the next step so this is just one step and in, in many steps and somehow banner and the hulk reconciling and, and working together but you're not satisfied with the conclusion that the hulk is gone as a alter consciousness 
Where did he go? Like he just disappeared. He's gone. No, no, no. See, you're using the word disappear, but he's dead. Then he died. Yeah. No, no, so think I'm about okay no, with that. no. Think about someone. He's a think about someone with multiple personalities. That's not the it, same. That's basically the same no, thing. No, one's Why an is illness. It Hulk is a strength. No, <laughs> it's it works functionally. It's the same thing, right? Because one part of the brain holds the consciousness of the Hulk, and the other part of the brain holds the consciousness of Doctor Banner. So the Hulk we saw in Thor Ragnarok, he's dead now. He's just gone. No, no. Why no. is that bad? Why do you keep saying disappeared and gone? Died. Okay, he's dead. <laughs> okay. No, well, well, then I want a funeral. No, death, though, it implies a physical death, right? It implies that physically that person is dead. Mm, but if I disagree. A, if there's an alternate personality and you get rid of it, and that's a victory. I no, see that no, as no, an no. absolute win. That's crazy. They had a relationship. They used to talk together. And then what do you mean? They, they had like they shared like two words with each Doesn't other. Doesn't matter. A couple Hulk. words is still good. Hey, Hulk, Hulk, come Hulk. on. He's had many conversations. Avengers one, he definitely uh, was talking to the Hulk. When? And then and then uh, what's it? When, wait, hold on. When in Avengers one did he talk to the Hulk? Silence means you do that. You have no, no idea. No, first of all, I'm not very prepared for this one. But definitely, there's more than a couple conversations. But also. The Hulk's relationship with uh, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had relationships. They had personal ties. And you're just saying he's just gone. No, I don't. I the, don't the think the Hulk's relationship with Black Widow was basically Black Widow lulling, 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 lulling him to sleep. That, that's it. That's not a relationship. That's is that a relationship? That does. I think so. They they had ways of relating with him. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyways, I don't think the Hulk is gone. If the Hulk is gone, I think. I think that's more of a disservice to the fans. I don't think the fa- I, at least me as a fan wouldn't want that part of the Hulk to just disappear because that's that's yeah. I mean, so I don't know what what in the comic books Professor Hulk looks like. Is the in the comic books Professor Hulk just gone or not Professor Hulk? That part of him just gone? No, it's in the comics. I believe it's Doctor Banner and well Bruce Banner and the Hulk. They come to a, a agreement. The situation is so dire that they say, okay, let's put aside our differences and we'll combine the your strength and my intelligence. And it's kind of an agreement that they come to. And yeah. we didn't see any of that. And what seems more like it, he did something, maybe even incidentally, uh, accidentally did it, and then boom, he just got this. He, he got the best of both worlds uh, according to Banner's perspective. But again, like Hulk... Yeah, he's he's still, I believe, somewhere still there, and we're gonna see even more things develop with with this character. Well, even if you don't see it, what if it's it happened off screen? What if it's something that we need to imply? Mm, I don't think that's too much of an it. Like, there's no, there was. I mean, from the movie, there wasn't enough to to extrapolate from. I don't think that's a good. But again, I think we have to be consistent here because you talked about Captain America's time traveling <clears throat> as something that you can strictly imply right yeah, no the rules were established mm-hmm. and they followed the rules and we as viewers can understand the rules and follow the rules no but there's a lot of extrapolation that needs to happen there in order to fit the rules to what happened i don't right? think so i think if you think about it it's it makes sense it's common sense how was it common sense so it's totally common sense so it doesn't show us how captain america comes back he's just there there's no event that happens to show him coming back from a different alternate timeline Right. So the implication that they make is he went back in time and he stayed back in time and he came back the long way. Right? Mm, that's that's the that's the implied. No, that's what that you received. Implied. That's not what I got at all. It's mm-hmm. Exactly. So when it fits your, you know what it's I mean? Not there's my incons- narrative. There's a, it's there's their a, narrative. There's an inconsistency there, right? No, I I think based on the evidence that we have mm-hmm. received, it's a clear common logical step into under yeah to what captain america did okay anyway so let's get past it because we can talk about this forever but your opinion of the hulk is that his story is not over no definitely not over so there's much more to explore there and you think that it's more than likely that the directors of future films will unpack that so you're okay with what little development he got in this movie right yeah because it, I mean, it, it it was a lot from from what he was in Infinity War to what he was in in uh, in Endgame. It's oceans of difference. Okay. Okay. So right. uh, and plus, like, he didn't need to be finished here in this movie. So yeah, I'm I'm super happy with it. Okay. 
All right, we'll, we'll get past it. Um, do you want to talk more? Did you think of anything you wanted to add on to your previous points that you made in the last ep- episode? No, I don't think so. I think everything okay. I said was pretty much spot on. <laughs> Thank you, Paul, for your your insight. I agreed with much of it. Paul, I'm actually really going to look forward to you commenting back saying everything you heard Jim say was wrong. I want that to happen. Just to, <laughs> Didn't just happen to, first time. Just so. to knock him down so not a little sure bit. It'll happen the okay, time. anyway, so um, next thing I wanted to talk to you about was claims that people thought the writing in Endgame was a little lazy. Okay, And I have actually run into a few people. In, in fact, today, I talked to someone who said, I felt that they were a little lazy with the whole time travel thing. What say you? Okay, so I need a little bit more information. What about the time travel storyline What felt lazy to them? Because they've opened the door for time travel, right? With quantum leap or whatever they called it, with the, with the quantum world, mm-hmm. they, they now have access to time travel to wherever, wherever they want right okay right so mm, okay so in in the future there's going to be situations where the audience is going to ask why didn't they just go back in the past to fix that mm. so that could happen also another thing is and time travel becomes very convenient right in fact they go back in time they realize they need more pin particles and they're like oh well we can just go back in time and get more pin particles so there's a very convenient story device that now allows the Avengers to fix whatever issue they have. And they did. They used time travel to fix the biggest issue they had, right? Yes. Okay, so time travel was used for two things. One, I can't think of a lot of ways that they could have defeated Thanos without getting the stones again and, and re-snapping it back into place. Well, first of all, they did defeat Thanos in the first five minutes of the movie. No, they, but they chopped his head off. Yeah, they defeated him, but they didn't put the world back together. No, did they need to though? What? Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We this is a point where we can just uh, diverge and uh, agree to disagree. But yes, <laughs> okay. They needed to put the world back together. Uh huh. Oh my gosh. Okay, go go ahead. Go I'm ahead. not okay with genocide, but anyways. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, really, <laughs> really. Okay, but anyway, so this uh, podcast does not condone genocide. Good. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> But uh, two, two, so the time travel, I think, when I look at the movie, it was trying to do two things. One, I can't think of a, a lot of better ways to, to fix the world. Okay, get rid of Thanos and fix the world. <laughs> Agree to disagree. If you think the world didn't need fixing, that's fine. But I think it needed fixing. So two, uh, it was also to close the stories of many, many characters. And, and time travel is just one of the things that a lot of movies do. Like in Back to the Future, in, in part three, uh, I mean, they had time travel throughout the movie, but they used time travel specifically to to go back in places and revisit, and it created moments and situations where you're sort of reflecting on the series. And I think it did that, uh, like moments with uh, Tony's dad. That was a special moment, and and Captain America yeah, going back in time. We see Loki again. That so anyway, all of that time travel stuff was to close the stories. Uh, of course, find a solution resolution to the Infinity War Thanos problem but also propel Marvel forward into the stuff they want to do in the future. I, uh, You say it's like opening Pandora's box. I think that was intentional. They want all that stuff to happen in the next uh, phase of the cinema. Yeah, and I think it's going to become just super convoluted, and there's going to be so many Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 oh, okay, yeah you're right, right. So, so uh, <laughs> then we can just use time travel and you know do whatever and fix stuff all the time. No, I, I think we're going to see in phase four how... All the things that they did to go back in time and whatever, we're going to see, even in Far From Home, I feel like we're going to see a lot of uh, consequences from their actions. Uh, and, and like going back in time over and over again, it, it there's potential for really, really bad stuff to happen. Like you're creating just alternate timelines all over the place. And, and maybe, yeah, the prime timeline, prime timeline will be okay. But I think uh, like the, the, the ancient one, she was basically saying like, you know, alternate timelines, you could be creating really dark places and dark worlds. Hashtag community. And uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like the chaos theory episode. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. So there's you, you might be creating super bad timelines. And I don't think the he- like heroes wouldn't do that. I don't that that seems a little 
But nothing. Anyway. The, the heroes were the ones who did it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were trying to do it in a way where nothing got changed. And uh, the thing about going back for more pin particles, I feel like that thing that they did potentially we could see consequences in future Marvel movies. You think something's bad's going to happen to Ant Man or the development of Batman? Ant Man? I mean, who knows? There's yeah. so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. That's a great point. I yeah. think so. I think that's a possibility. Yeah, but it's. So the issue that I have with time travel mm-hmm. is, again, sure, because of a dramatic universe. Well, it wasn't universe ending, but it was a universally bad effect that happened yeah. right, with what Thanos did. But so the question is now going to be asked, why don't they go back in time and stop Hitler? That's not how it works. They even talked about it. They were like, should we just go back and kill baby Thanos? No, you so the 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 present you're living in, it's not fluid. It's it's not you can't change it. If you go back and kill baby Thanos, you're just creating an alternate timeline. Yeah, at least in that alternate timeline Thanos wouldn't be a thing. No, sh- yeah, sure. So, oh, so should we just get rid of all bad people? Well, just cuz you get rid of Thanos doesn't mean like you're going to make it I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's potential for I mean, there's so many different possibilities. Who knows? Maybe you kill Thanos, you get you create a even greater evil. Like you just don't know. I mean, could you just keep going back in time, and killing all these bad guys, and hopefully, I don't, I don't think that's how it works. I think. Or yeah. you know what they could do? They can go back in time and bring Tony Stark back from that alternate timeline and bring him back to the prime timeline, and he wouldn't have to be dead. Like, why wouldn't they do that? He's. You want to get an alternate Tony and bring him to the prime timeline? Yeah. Um, I think you could technically do that, but I think uh, what Pepper Pot said at the end, now you can rest, it kind of goes against letting him rest. So she wanted him to die. Did they want him to die? Um, did they want him to die? I I think they were okay with the ending. I mean, endings are sad. People pass away, but the way he did it and, and uh, I, yeah, it just closed his, his life and his story arc perfectly. So that makes me question how much did Pepper actually love Stark, Tony Stark. What are you talking about? Think about it. If imagine you're let knock on wood, but you're but you're imagine, not bringing Tony back. You're bringing a different Tony back. Well, it from would a different be timeline. no. It would be if they all they did was travel back like two days mm-hmm. and brought him back. He would pretty much be identical. Correct. No, but then you're living in a different timeline. All no, of a you're sudden. bringing him to the prime timeline. Because remember, Thanos from the past came back to the, or he came forward into the prime timeline to try to get rid of all the Avengers at the very end. Mm, I don't think so. I think as soon as you bring that Tony from, from uh, you pluck him out of his timeline, you're creating a new branch. So when you no, go- no, you're, you're creating a branch where you've plucked him out of. Mm-hmm. But who cares about who cares? Really that? That's the point. Like, like again, you're. Uh, it's. I mean, they seemed. Yeah. They, they seemed pretty not careful when they went to all those other timelines. Well, that was to fix Loki the... escaped. You know, there a, lo- a lot of mistakes were made. No, of course, I I agree. I mean, it wasn't a. They didn't execute perfectly, and if they mm. executed perfectly, that we wouldn't have any issues. But again, we're gonna see the consequences of all those mistakes. I, I'm pretty sure in the next phase. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know though. It it still doesn't satisfy my my thought of how lazy time travel actually is as a story device, as a plot device, right? Because you failed, you guys messed up. Well, just go back in time and change it. No, but it's again, like the, the rules established in in, in Endgame, mm-hmm. it's every time you do that, you potentially could be creating an alternate timeline. But is sure. that okay? Yeah, sure, I guess. Yeah, creating alternate timeline though doesn't uh-huh. affect anyone in the prime timeline. So for those characters, it didn't really matter. What? But I don't think heroes should do that. That's like we just keep trying and fixing. Well, our no, but timeline, the point but... is they did do that. They did. Yeah, to f- yeah. But I think it it's uh, the 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 problems outweighed. The, the possible no, like, but solution. No, re- but regardless of what the effect is, the mm-hmm. fact that they used time travel to do this, it just, it's, it's a little mm-hmm. lazy. What do you mean lazy? Like it, the writing or... Yeah, because they couldn't figure out how do we figure this out in a proper way. We're just going to use time travel well, there was no, back in time. I mean, there was no other way. Uh, I mean, if you, if you can, if anybody in the world can think of a better way to do it, sure, that's great. But 
again, they were trying, their plan A was trying to get the stones without changing anything, without creating any alternate timelines. And so, it didn't go exactly to plan. As a fan of the MCU, mm-hmm. having seen it throughout the years, the last 10 years, having followed the stories, it was very linear, right? I mean, there were a lot of different storylines, like the Guardians was completely removed from, you know, Iron Man and those guys. But those stories in themselves it moved in a very linear fashion, right? Like going through time. But now with time travel involved, anything can happen at any time. And as a fan, that makes me not feel comfortable. Because it's presumably it's not just the good guys who can do this time travel thing. If they figured out how to do time travel, it's only a matter matter of time before the bad guys figure it out as well, right? Sure. Yeah, so I, I just think that it opens up this Pandora's box that as a fan, I, I worry about being able to follow the storyline clearly. Mm, so for the bad guys too, all they can really do is go back and like what kill Tony Stark. Well, then you're not changing the present no You're... but they can bring back like five thanoses they can go back to different points of the past bring back thanos and do it over and over again to bring many alternate thanoses to the prime timeline sure but then then the good guy can just fix it again i don't know so exactly so this is this loop that we're in right now this uncertainty and things like that that's because of the can of worms that was opened by using time travel right um you know what so that i guess you could use it in that way but again like uh, i don't think there's a better first what's the better solution that they could have used in endgame i can't think of one if you can think of one then then we can talk about that also well i mean they could have just decided not to let Thanos snap right in infinity war they could have written Infinity... Because the two movies were written together. So in Infinity War, they could have figured out a way Just to stop... Just ended the story there? They could have. Yeah, they could have. To avoid the need for time travel. But I mean, it, it doesn't close the, the character arcs of all the characters. Like, uh, I, I, I mean, yeah. Then what, where does Iron Man go? Happily ever after, he just lives somewhere else. I don't. I don't know. That's not a satisfying ending. And then that uh, wait. Leaves... He could have. He could have just moved away into the woods to no, Father no, no. Morgan. No, like that goes did. completely against. Like that didn't work because why? He he. Whenever something bad happened, Tony felt this urge, this need, this obligation, this burden to to fix it. Because well, we don't know what would have happened if he had a. No, kid. it literally. He had a kid, and no, not in not in Infinity War. They didn't have a kid in Infinity Well, so, so but again, game. like, uh, he's going to go and, and be alone in the woods. Uh, either way, I don't think uh, he's going to stay away. I don't think Tony can be like that. So this is a difficult thing to resolve, right? If they figured out how to do it and they did it well, then I would have said, wow, the writing was good. But because that didn't happen, time travel was kind of the obvious solution. I think that's why people are saying the writing was lazy. Why was it the obvious solution? Because of the setup with well, Ant-Man? I no. think that's the only reason why we thought uh, time travel no, was you, a No, you asked too. You asked, what other way is there to resolve this? Well, so time like, travel. That's uh, the only thing we can think of. Mm, uh, when I thought about uh, it before Ant-Man, if I thought of, oh, how could I fix this? I have no idea. Uh, like, oh, maybe go get the stones back from Thanos. Uh, but we couldn't because he, he snapped them out of existence, whatever that means. So... Yeah, I mean, I didn't have a good solution for this, and no. See, but again, him snapping the mm-hmm. stones out of existence—that was something the writers created. If they wanted to somehow use the stones to reverse the thing, reverse the decimation, then they could have. I don't. I don't get what's the point. So you, we, they could have written it easier, I guess. But I think it it makes sense what Thanos did. Thanos no, the, wouldn't want those stones to be used against him. So the point I'm trying to make is mm-hmm. they did create a situation that was absolutely no win, right? There was no real good solution to undoing the snap that Thanos did, right? So what they decided to do, the plot device to resolve that, was time travel. And I'm just saying that time travel, I feel, in a lot of story situations, is a very convenient way to resolve issues. Is it convenient? 
Mm, I don't think so. I don't think it's convenient because of all the things you're raising. You know, so let's let's talk about can so, can somebody else use time travel? The only reason why Thanos was able to to uh, time travel was because of the pin particles. So uh, Thanos? Yeah. No, we talked about last time that Thanos didn't use pin particles to travel back. No, I think I think uh, it makes more sense because he had access to the pin particles. I mean, maybe there's some future technology. Maybe there's some space technology that lets you time travel. We don't know that so far, but I think the the most logical uh, uh, conclusion is that he had access to that one thing of pin particles. He yet right? And no, then, no, but that wouldn't work because he brought his entire fleet back, entire army back. I know. Once you analyze the particle, I'm sure it's he reverse engineered it. I guess. Yeah. So okay. But again, like that, that's gone. All of his people are snapped out of ex- uh, existence. So uh, the only per- people no, but who in, have in Ant Man, mm-hmm. the bad guy got his hands on pin particles. The yellow jacket, remember? He tried to develop his own. Yeah, and he failed, and so he uh-huh. stole pin particles. But I mean, who else has pin particles right now, and also has access to the? To the technology to do so on Earth, only the only people who could figure it out was Tony Stark, and he's gone. No, what do you mean, Hank? Hank Pym? No, not time travel. Pym particles, yes. Time travel, only one person could do that, and that was. But he did Tony it in Stark. collaboration with everyone else, so everyone knows how to do it. Mm, Bruce I think, Banner knows I, how to do it. I for think sure. only Bruce Banner knows how to do it. Sure, that's it. So I mean, the the knowledge can be transferred. Mm, possibly. Yeah. Any. Any good Bond villain could uh-huh. figure out a way to spy on their situation and learn how to time travel. So I think we're we're talking about too many hypotheticals. What we do know now is that nobody See, has no, access to time that's travel. That's the thing. That's the thing. What? The, the hypotheticals. The thing. There's so many hypotheticals because the issue of time travel. No, is even it. with time travel, even without time travel, I think there are way there are many uh, rabbit holes we could go down, and so many hypotheticals we could go into, but. I think the the end game they closed it off to where it it doesn't seem likely. I mean, it's possible. I'm not gonna say it's impossible, but it seems like nobody other than uh, Hulk has access to time travel because all the bad guys are gone. They're snapped away. Uh, uh, we I think we can assume that. And again, the time travel wasn't just used as an easy solution to finishing. Uh, fin- uh, or correcting the Thanos problem, but it's also to close the story arcs of all these characters. Uh, because of those two things, I can't imagine a better way to to finish Endgame and and finish phase uh, this phase of of I mean all these characters, but also you know phase three of, of of the movies. So they needed to be in a very desperate situation. Use something that was, I guess, invent a new method, which was time travel to do something that's never been done done before and you're saying that's the only satisfying ending t- for these characters? I could there have been a better one maybe, but I really really enjoyed the way the story was told and time travel was uh, essential to it. Yeah. And I guess my kind of kind of argument, mm-hmm. I think we just have to agree to disagree here, but it's well, yeah, whenever time travel is involved, whenever they introduce time travel in any story, it does open up a Pandora's box of what ifs, hypotheticals, and why couldn't they have? Yeah. Anyways, no, what all that stuff, have... all the the <laughs> hypotheticals and the and the what ifs? I uh-huh. think it was it was closed off very well by the writers. I don't think it was it was lazy writing at all. Plus, the time travel is what sets up. Uh, the the Disney TV shows, uh, the Loki and all of them, that it sets that up. It also sets up many, many things uh, that I'm sure they're going to do in Phase 4. So it wasn't just, I mean, it was intentional. I don't think it was like, oh, this is the obvious, easiest solution for this problem. But we're using this to, to not only finish the, the story, uh, correct this issue, but also propel us forward into Phase 4 of but Marvel. You, you understand now, though, the stakes will never be that high. Right? So what I'm talking about is no matter what catastrophic thing happens now, as long as they have a, the quantum machine with some ping particles, they can go back and change it. So, so again, there's, there's um, uh, consequences for doing that. There yeah, always if, will if, be. If the stakes are high enough, they're willing to do that, right? Because, sure, I guess so. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying the stakes are no longer really that high. 
No, like this, the consequences could be just as bad as the stakes. But do they really care though? Because they obviously they should. didn't. In, I think in Endgame. I think hero shit. I mean, they had to. But I mean, uh, okay. So first of all, I don't think Mar even Marvel. I don't think any anything coming uh, from from now to the rest of uh, however many movies we have. I potentially we could never see anything as big as Endgame again. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and and so uh, yeah, I think this is sort of once in a lifetime kind of kind of solution. If uh, again, like I don't think that I think the heroes, this is their very last last resort. Hmm. So in moments like that, yeah, sure, so I guess they could use. Imagine it. that, let's say, for example, they bring Galactus into the story, okay, and he eats Earth, <clears throat> and few heroes remain because they were able to escape to a different planet or something like that. That seems like very high stakes, right? Because the entire Earth disappearing, that's obviously very catastrophic. Sure. But if there are some heroes out there with access to pen particles, they can always just go back and figure out a way to bring something back to defeat Galactus. That's why I'm saying the stakes, I feel like, will never be that high. That's also why I'm glad they got rid of the Infinity Stones in the beginning of Endgame because and and the the fact that they had to return the ones they used back to their original timeline because the infinity stones could have been just a bigger plot device if left to their own devices right sure but time travel they you, you can never really get rid of time travel completely because anyone who is smart enough can make pin particles and figure out how to navigate the quantum realm because Tony Stark did it in like a day, so. Uh, but Tony Stark was a was a was one in a in the whole universe kind of mind. Oh no, not really. Because well, in the in the okay. in the comics, he is one of the smartest. But I think there are people smarter than sure. He is. And again, like all this stuff, let's let's cross those bridges when we get there. Yeah. But yeah, potentially more bad stuff. So I'm, I guess I'm looking more further ahead than you are. More further? No, I'm looking further ahead than you are, to the potential issues that this time travel thing can arise maybe yeah i mean again all that stuff is possible but uh i think as the writing and the stories develop it'll just be like oh this is why we can't do that that's why that can't happen and x y and z and whatever but anyways yeah i guess we kind of just have to wait and see what happens because sure you're under the assumption that they will do that very well i have less faith because that is a very complex they have to be very airtight in terms of the reasons for not being able to do things and you know reasons they sure are well to do other so things. if the people who are doing it right now stay on it uh, i think they are doing what we are doing i think they think about every like little thing and they try to close things and and try to keep it consistent as possible so if people like that are, are going to continue with the mcu yeah i think it's going to be pretty good will it ever be this big i, I probably not yeah well then this is a good segue into the next thing i wanted to talk to you about because we actually planned about talking about this on the first on the part one but we didn't get to it so let me ask you now what do you think will be the future of the mcu so uh first we're gonna see some some uh what are they called tv shows like yeah. the, on the streaming service so that's yeah. gonna be a new thing uh, for sure, I think. What do you think is going to happen to the Defenders? You know, Daredevil, Iron Fist. Oh, like the Netflix ones. Yeah, those those shows were canceled. Do you think Disney Plus is going to pick it up and continue those stories? Mm -hmm. So I, I'm going to say no because I think they're trying to keep the 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 movies and the TV shows in one world. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen Daredevil or all that stuff on Netflix, so I can't really say. They're all canceled. Yeah. I think as soon as Disney Plus wasn't, they announced it. I think Netflix started canceling those TV shows. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, which makes sense. Like, why would Netflix continue to help them build that world when they can't really be a part of it? Because initially, Netflix and Disney had a deal to allow all the Marvel movies to be on Netflix, but that deal is over. In fact, Captain America, uh, Captain Marvel is the first movie um, in the MCU that will not be on Netflix. I think Infinity War was the last one. Yeah. So 
do, do, do you think they're ever going to close the, the loop on that? Or are they just kind of <clears throat> going to disappear into obscurity? Uh, I'm going to vote on the side of disappearing the obscurity just because I think the only, so the only series, TV series from Marvel that I'm aware of is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And the movie often impacted the show, but the show never impacted the movies. Yeah. And I think going forward into the, the TV and the movies, I think they're going to start having a mutual sort of relationship. They're going to impact one another. Mm. So that just is, it's so different from what's been happening right now. I think they're just going to go away. Do you think they're ever going to be rebooted? Because Daredevil is a pretty significant character in the, in the Marvel comic mm-hmm. universe. I think uh, many reboots are possible and likely. Mm. Yeah, like I think Hulk will get some new uh, new life. I think the Fantastic Four will. Uh, of course, the X-Men somehow will possibly... I don't know. There's a lot of, of uh, I think, reboots that are going to happen. Because that, that's going to be interesting because Daredevil, Jessica Jones... Uh, what's, the, what's Power Man's name? Do you remember? No, I don't know. Oh, shoot. I know his hero name, but I don't know his... Anyways... Those guys were actually in. They were part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. They talked about the events of the first Avengers and the first Daredevil season. So they were a part of it. So if they were to be rebooted, that's going to be the first time that they took characters that were already a part of the MCU and reboot it. Because things like the Fantastic Four or X-Men, they're not part of the MCU right now. They are out there as properties of Fox. Yeah. But they aren't part of the actual Marvel Cinematic Universe. And they're just going to be bringing them in, presumably. But they're not rebooting characters and property that already exists in the MCU. Sure. So that, that, that's why I wanted to ask you that question, just because it's, it's interesting. Because they're significant characters, but they already had their turn in the MCU. I think, I mean, I don't know how, how long this Marvel craze is going to last. Maybe in like a decade, it'll just sort of all go away and be good memories. Mm. But as long as it goes, I think there's plenty of possibilities of of uh, new characters. And uh, like, so, there's so many movie potentials uh, out there. Uh, so many new characters uh, to, to be possibly made into movies. I don't know. There's, I mean, the Marvel universe, the comic book universe, there's so many people. Yeah. Are we ever going to run out of people to to uh to be doing stuff with but i think like, like daredevil uh, for sure i think daredevil will could could have a bigger role in the future but uh, definitely some of the movies that weren't like that like i think fantastic four has uh, uh it's very likely i think hulk is very likely uh what else i mean spider-man you know spider-man too their their deal could just they might not get another deal mm. so who knows maybe this is the last spider-man but i think Sp- more spider-mans are definitely Definitely likely also. Did you see the news about the Eternals movie? Oh, yeah. Yep. The char- One of the characters that's going to be in that movie is going to be played by a Korean actor. Did you hear about that? Uh, I don't know a lot about the Eternals or I, some of the... So I know the Eternals is a possibility. I know um, th- there's that Asian franchise. Which one? I can't remember. Shang yeah. something. But no, anyway. But they, they have confirmed... Uh, you remember... Uh, Chain to Busan. No, I never saw it. It's a it's a Korean zombie movie that takes place in a train. Mm-hmm. But one of the main characters in that movie, <clears throat> Ma Dong Sok, I think is his okay. name. He's actually confirmed to be one of the characters in the Eternals, and I think Keanu Reeves is also going to be in that movie as oh, well. Oh, I heard about Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yep. so I think that's going to be interesting. I heard to Ange- see. Angelina Jolie is a possible villain huh. in the future MCU. Uh, she's a name that I uh, I remember. Yeah. But. I'm as a Korean American. I'm excited about the prospect of more Asian American representation in the MCU. There, there. So there, there. Uh, it's I, I've seen somewhere. I don't know if it's just a rumor or, or there's like actual confirmations. But there's sort of an Asian franchise similar to like what they did with the Black Panther. Hmm. Uh, I can't remember the superhero's name, but yeah, there's a possibility for something like that. So I think I think that's really cool. Yeah. And, and you know, we talked about a long time ago of that about about that uh, women empowerment scene. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, I think part of the reason they did that was also to there's an all female Avengers team, so I uh-huh. think that's a possibility in the future too. So it wasn't just for no reason, anyways. Well, in in the context of the movie, it did feel super cheesy. I liked it. 
I liked it it's, a lot. It did it really so in Infinity War when they had that. It scene, felt more organic. Yeah, for sure. It felt sure. And no, it I was agree. necessary to the story, but. I, so again, I'm gonna just say my point uh, to that. I don't think it was like purposely trying to push an agenda, but I just think it was really cool, and everybody thought it was cool, and and you know people just want to criticize about everything. But anyways, yeah, and you disagree. I know. No, it's just again, I want, I hold my storytellers to a higher standard than I think you do. I don't think I so. I want, I want things what? to happen organically. I want stories to reflect reality, except. Not really. So the I, I want the characters to be realistic. I want them to do things that make sense. So another point, actually, going back to some <coughs> plot holes, when when Captain Marvel in Endgame gets the gauntlet and she's trying to take it to the fan to put it back in through the quantum tunnel, why didn't she just at that moment put the gauntlet on her hand and snap Thanos's army away? Why did it have to be Tony Stark? Because from all things we've heard, Captain Marvel is much stronger than Thor, possibly stronger than Hulk. Right? Sure. So she could have snapped and not have had to die as a result of the snap, right? So I I actually have to watch the movie again and see and, and see that kind of play out. But one it wouldn't have made sense for her to do it. And two... Why? What do you mean? It would have made perfect sense for her to do it. Because she's just a side character. We don't know her abilities. We don't know her... Like, well, no, we didn't know her abilities. She's really strong. That's all yeah. we know so far. What do we know yeah. about her so far? We know that she's really strong and she would have been able to withstand the force of snapping. Okay, so like, how do we know? Because of her, her own movie? No, because the Russos confirmed it. That she was strong enough to snap? They No, they, she, he said that... I forget if it was the Russo brothers, but there were official statements made by people in the MCU that Captain Marvel is oceans stronger than Thor. Okay. They made, I think the actual statement was she is by far the strongest character in the MCU. Uh-huh. So we, we assume that Thor in his prime could have snapped without any major detrimental effect to his health or death right and we've seen hulk snap without dying so we know that he can do it too right so captain marvel snapping should have been no problem so why in the movie did did tony end up doing it because i don't think that was the original plan no it wasn't yeah exactly so what was the original plan the original plan was to get take the gauntlet back into the quantum tunnel and make sure it got back to wherever it needed to go. That's why they were trying to take it to that fan. So they were trying to get rid of it before fixing everything? No, they they fixed everything. Everyone was back. Uh-huh. But they were in that battle. Oh, so they're so so they were fighting. Everyone was back, they were fighting and they're trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Okay. And then and then so while in while they were trying to do that, Thanos got it. Yeah. And then someone had to get it from Thanos. Could it have been easier for Captain Marvel to do it? Maybe. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, situationally, so so I don't get. I, I, so in the movie, the situationally, Tony was the best person to do it. No, he was not the best person to do it because he he. Not we, strong wait, but we saw we saw Captain Marvel fight and and it didn't go well. And then you know like there was a moment when he uh, Thanos was so close to snapping and then. Right then, Tony did his little magic, and and he did it. And but he he was the only one who could strip that in that way away from the gauntlet onto yeah. his suit. And you don't think they could have spared two seconds to make Captain Marvel zoom right next to Tony and put her on the gauntlet and snap? I don't think so. I think the fight happened so quickly, like two seconds. Who knows what would have happened? But well, also, he, Tony Stark did spare two seconds to say, "I am Iron Man." Yeah, that's way different from here. T- take. Take my, take this and you know do it yourself. Well, so where's the gauntlet? So that suit is a, a part of Tony, and like yeah. I think it's uh, it's way different for him to like. But anyways, even before we got to that point, yeah, Captain Marvel had the gauntlet in her possession, and she wasn't trying to snap. They were trying to well, get rid of have. it. She she was the obvious choice to do so. Why why wouldn't she? 
well, because it was unnecessary in the time. Well, they and were. We don't, but it's we not also like they were winning. The we battle. also don't know the consequences of what would happen if she snapped. So again, we talk about consequences mm-hmm. a lot. We don't know the consequences, we so we know. shouldn't do it. Uh-huh. But they do it anyways, and there's huge detrimental effects <laughs> to doing what do you mean? so. No, but like, like Tony so, Stark. So again, again uh-huh. I think Tony Stark dying. Mm-hmm. was a little bit of lazy writing because it was a what? way it was a way to close the story it was a way to have this huge emotional effect i guess what, what do you call it emotional payback I, I don't i don't know what you would call it but we felt things right when tony stark died everyone felt something it was we were all sad and that situation only happened because it looked like it seemed like tony snapping was the only solution but if you really examine the story it was not the only solution there could have been alternatives i mean we can talk about alternatives all we want but the writers made these choices and i don't think they were quote-unquote lazy choices i think they made all the best ones and the right ones in my opinion so remember batman or superman did you watch that movie? Uh, I didn't see the ending. I couldn't finish it because it was awful. <laughs> okay, so there's a scene where <clears throat> Superman... The Martha? No, no, no. Okay, I don't know. Where, where Superman pretty much sacrifices himself to kill Doomsday by holding the spear, the kryptonite spear, okay. and plunging it into <clears throat> Doomsday. But everyone argues, why couldn't Wonder Woman do that? Wonder Woman is just as... Not just as, but she's relatively strong right she's superhuman strength so she could have taken the spear and flown it into the heart of doomsday without having to have sacrificed her life so a lot of superman died superman dies in batman for superman that's why they have to resurrect him in justice league well first i don't know no but again i'm just saying i'm just uh pointing out when you hear that it makes you think, well, of course, Wonder, Man, Wonder Woman should have done that, right? I, I guess. Yeah, so, but again, but again Captain so, Marvel so should have. It's part of the story. She should have. I, I don't know. I I think... Like, it just, it just, it, that was, that seemed like lazy writing too because they needed Superman to die somehow and have some sort of Well, I agree. DC reason. has lots of lazy writing. I agree. Yeah, yeah, so, oh, but I it's agree. the same situation here. It's the same situation. Tony Stark didn't have to die, no, but, but, the, but he him needed dying to die. Makes the most sense. No, like, no him dying has it, it just serves their purpose the most. No, absolutely not. Because then, so Tony's what gonna go retire and go live in the mountain somewhere? Exactly. They can't do that because Robert Downey Jr.'s contract is up. No, no, no. That's that's true. But I think we've seen even just inside the movie of Endgame. Uh, we've seen that he can't retire. Like he just can't. What? Right. So he would just stay Iron Man forever, right? In the comics, he's he's Iron Man forever. But they couldn't because of the contract coming up. So they needed to figure out a way to kill Tony Stark off. Okay. Yeah. And I think they wait. And so, I think they forced uh-huh. the situation. There were plenty. There were plenty of other stronger people that could have snapped without having to have sacrificed themselves. But they chose Tony to do it because it was a good way to end this story arc i don't get what it the was, argument is. it wasn't really earned it wasn't what wasn't it earned? doesn't make sense why would tony stark the smartest guy in the planet feel the need to do this when he obviously knew that there were four or five other people on the battlefield who could have snapped no because none of them had a gauntlet they they no he that the, the the thing that he has on like conforms to whoever wears it no I no mean. that the thing that he had on was uh was his suit Oh yeah, the take is nanotech. So uh-huh. could have he could have put it on anyone else. Here, here's a take this and uh, I I don't exactly. know. I think he could have. Look, in that moment, yeah, he could have been like cut the wire. Okay? That's a that's a thing that we uh we whatever. But, you know, uh, it it shows yeah, no, that's actually the completion a, of yeah. That's Tony. actually a throwback to Avengers. Avengers, yeah. 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 Exactly. Nice. Did you know point. that? Absolutely. Okay, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right, all right. That's why I looked at you. People okay. can't see cuz you know it's odd anyway. Okay. So yeah, so in that moment Tony Stark could have been like cut the wire and exactly. he could have found a better way. He could have. But that's not the 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 That's his character. That's actually more like his character. No, but it so. developed and now he's this person who Look, okay, so so another thing, Infinity War, it was about uh the the main theme hey, of that you, movie can you, can you go back a little bit from the no You're really I, I need loud you to right listen now. and i need everyone to listen okay so <laughs> infinity war had a main idea and 
Endgame had a main idea, okay? Uh-huh. Infinity War's main idea is that uh, we don't sa- trade lives. That was yeah. the biggest thing about yep. Infinity War, yep. And then, uh, but w- once we try to save everyone and that doesn't work, what do we do? A hero, hero sacrifice. Okay? Yeah, which and that is, which is kind of dumb. Why they spend an entire movie talking about we don't trade lives and the way no, to resolve everything? They didn't, and they lost. Uh huh. They try to save everybody, and they lost. And then after they lost, it's like, oh, now what do we do? The next step is so the the, the natural progression for heroes is now we have to make sacrifices. So the, so the lesson learned is that's literally we, what Endgame is. Endgame is the I'm not life. done talking. <laughs> 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 the lesson, no, the, but uh, but a hero. That's what a hero does. Heroes don't trade lives. For, that's why Thanos isn't a hero. Okay, that's why I'm uh-huh. not a hero. <laughs> okay, but but heroes try to save everyone, and once that doesn't work, they have to make sacrifices, and that's what the end game is. You make strategic sacrifices to win. Yeah, but the the sacrifice mm-hmm. wasn't strategic at all. No, so it, it was impulsive. No, again, in that moment, yeah, like anything impulsive. could have happened. Oh, okay. Actually, you know what's funny. Every theoretical thing that you're saying gets canceled out because of the writing of the 14 million different solutions that that uh, Doctor Strange saw. Uh-huh. So maybe him trying to cut the wire, they lose. There's there was one way to win. Huh. This was the way. Period. <laughs> Done. No, but can I drop this mic? I'm gonna <laughs> drop this mic. <laughs> it's yours. You can drop. You're right. You that's want. right. No, that's right. If you guys don't know, uh, I basically paid for all of this. <laughs> So, <laughs> welcome to my show. Okay, but anyways, okay, all right. No, oh, I hope they get to this part because this no. is really funny. Okay, I think people will stop halfway. No, I think so too. We, we've been rambling for a, a uh, little bit. All right, so no, okay, yeah. I guess we'll just agree to. Boom! No, that's it. Okay, that's you know, or, you know what? I was gonna stop, but I do yep. have to respond. Okay, respond. Hey, can you back up a little all bit? Right. So loud. Okay, no, sure. There were 14 million other possibilities, but as a rational, logical person watching this movie, and if you take into account everyone's powers, so many things could have happened. In the moment that Tony Stark got the gauntlet and the, the, the stones, and you know how he looks over at Doctor Strange and he like gives him that only one kind of signal? In that moment, why couldn't Doctor Strange have made like a portal for Tony so that Tony could jump in and then go... Right next to Captain Marvel and Captain, give Captain Marvel the, the gauntlet. It doesn't matter. Who knows? It could have all, all we know is that it's, all... It's no, dumb. No, no, no. It's, no, dumb no. That, it's dumb that that wasn't no, even look, considered. Doctor Strange did consider it. He's seen fourteen more than 14 million other possibilities. There was only one way. Tony... That's why Tony was saved. That's why Doctor Strange gave his stone to save Iron Man. Because he's the one who finishes it. Boom! No, see, I, oh. I think... That, that thing that's lazy writing. Oh, so good. That's lazy writing. That's actually perfect writing. It okay. corrects all the issues that we have. Okay, we... Thank the you, char- Russo's. In Russo, I trust. <laughs> because the character saw They're other... They're writers. They're directors. But because anyways. the... Because the... One of the characters in the movie saw other versions of what could have happened. You're just going to assume that nothing else is possible. That's ridiculous. No, let's, let's just... I mean, are there more than 14 million possibilities? Yeah. No, let's think about are. it. We're, we're uh-huh. rational human beings. We can analyze and we can come to our own, own conclusions. No, but see, right? yeah, maybe they could have done this, but then something else could have happened. Yeah, maybe if, if that happened, then something else could have happened. Yeah. Doctor Strange looked through 14 million plus possibilities and he saw the only way to do it out of 14 million, whatever, whatever it was, for Tony to live and Tony to die. And you know what's funny? Doctor Strange had control of the time stone. So right after Tony Stark snapped, he could have just reversed time and brought back just Tony Stark. He could have. I'll take your silence to mean that. You so again, see- like time travel isn't the end all no, be all. Anyways. It's it's alternate realities. All right. Now we're creating all alternate right. realities. Okay. All right, Bad guys. stuff happens Shh. in alternate time. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't shush me. <laughs> Alright guys, I'm really sorry for today's really obscenely loud episode. I'll try to fix it in editing, but I probably (laughs) won't be able to fix it. Um, So that is our conversation um, of Avengers Endgame. I hope you guys liked this supplemental episode where we went really deep into some of the things. I tried pushing back a lot because after last episode, Jim actually made the comment, you didn't really argue any points. And, And... I took that as a personal challenge today. So hopefully for the listeners who 
agreed with more of what I was saying, you were satisfied in my pushback. And anything, anything you want to talk about, Jim, to close this out? No, we'll just do it in part three. Part three? Are you going to have a part three? <laughs> We're not done with the questions you gave me. What, what was the... What do you want to see from MCU? Well, that that was answered. You kind of answered uh, No. I, I, I answered it. I wanted okay. more Asian American representation. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we, okay. We don't, yeah. that one thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. Um, one, one thing I do want to uh, talk about before we close out is this is a new corner I'm doing. Local talent highlight. I just want to reiterate the... We love Buhai. The Buhai 5K happening. Uh, James Rowe. You know James, right? Yes. Yeah. He... I know every James in Atlanta. <laughs> okay. So if, if you guys didn't hear last time, we have a friend named James Rowe who is organizing a 5K on Beaufort Highway. Go to Atlanta Run Club on Instagram, and you should be able to find all the information you need to sign up for that. It's not just for runners. It's for people who don't run, but who just want to be a part of an active community. So check that out. Guys, if you have any feedback for us today, make sure to email us, send us a voice message, or go on our Instagram. Or why am I saying our? My Instagram. It's I hope they hear this. It's very simple. Leave us a comment. Leave me a comment. (laughs) Leave me an email. Welcome to my show. (laughs) And I'll I actually do respond to every everything that I get. So leave me any sort of feedback you want thank you guys so much for listening to my show to david shins i hope they hear this and we'll talk to you next time bye bye